Welcome to the fight with Teddy Atlas, presented by Dynamic Striking. I'm Ken Rideout, joined as always by the voice of boxing on Friday night fights for the last 25 years, the great Teddy Atlas. Teddy, how you doing? I'm good. I'm in the gym. I'm in my environment, as they say. So, you know, I hear people say my environment. I guess this would be my environment. It like looks it good or, on Like you. it or not. This is where I've been for most of my life. So it always feels right to be in the gym. And uh, we're in Martin Snow's gym in Trinity Boxing Club, downtown Manhattan, and couldn't be in a better place. Yep, very generous with his time and with the facilities, so thanks to Martin. Teddy, before we get into discussing the big heavyweight showdown coming up this weekend, Alexander Usyk and Anthony Joshua in London, I know you saw the fight, the UFC main event this weekend, uh, Anthony Smith against uh, Ryan Spann. Uh, dying to hear your thoughts on that one. I know, like I said, I know you watched the fight. What'd you see there? Yeah, I saw a guy that's not shot. I saw a guy in Anthony Smith who everybody, you know, everyone out there, and I get it. They were saying he's had 50-plus fights, and they're saying he's shot one. He's, you know, he's beyond himself. He's, uh, he's used up, Anthony Smith. And I didn't see that. I saw a guy who had a uh, revitalization, if you will, a renaissance, uh, if you will, that he, kind of like when Holyfield was supposed to be shot and then he did something by beating a guy, I forget his name, Mike something. Um, <laughs> what the hell? Mike Tyson, you know, and all of a sudden he wasn't so shot anymore. Uh, Smith, he showed that there's still some... Um, there's still some life in that body. There's still some miles, you know, on that car so, uh, to go down the road, wherever it's going to take him, uh, maybe to get another title shot. Or he's at least earned another, to be in the mix again uh, of a title shot. Because he, unless I'm wrong, I thought he was the underdog. I, I don't know. I'm not so sure. Rob, our producer, will do some work on that now as we continue to do this. But... I, I thought Smith was probably the dog um, in that one against Spahn. But he was brilliant. He he did it both ways, you know, on the mat and striking. He, he really did it striking where he was, first of all, I like the, I always like the cerebral part. I always like the technical part. And he landed clean strikes several different ways. The first one that I, that, got my attention, Smith landed with a counter left hook. He caught, you know, Spawn coming in being aggressive. He caught him with a counter left hook. He dropped him, hurt him with that. Then he caught him with, I don't know if he got credit for it, but he caught him with a right hand where he beat him to the mark. He timed him with the right hand as Spawn was about to draw a left hook. You should never lead with left hooks in front of a guy. I always say that. You never lead with a left hook in front of somebody because you could get beat with a straight punch. You know, when... Um, when I was missing class in school sometimes, what they were teaching, I think, in uh, geometry class was a straight line beat. I was there for that. A straight line beats, you know, a round line. Uh, a straight right hand is going to beat a hook. So you throw in a hook, boom, right hand is going to beat it. And that's what he did. He caught him with the right hand inside the hook of Spawn. Uh, he, he hurt him with that. Uh, and then he finished the show. Wow. Wow, he, he gets him on the floor, he hurts him with that, discombobulates him with those punches, and everything he landed, he hurt him with. Like, he was, he oh, was, yeah. was heavy-handed. And then he gets some 
On the floor, I'm going to brag. I'm going to show off a little bit for my MMA people that allow me into their world, and I graciously accept it. And with all due respect, I um, say thank you. But he hurts him, drops him, and then he gets him in position for a naked rear. Help me. A, rear, a, a rear naked. I got it. I got it. I don't need your help. A rear <laughs> naked submission choke. And he got got right on him. He, and and submitted him quickly uh, with that rear naked choke. I'm so glad I know how to say that. <laughs> so I, I was, the last thing I'll close on that fight with is this. He was, he was not himself when it came to him being Smith. I, I have a lot of respect for him. What a tough guy. I mean, if your nickname is Lionheart, you better be tough. And he, he got, which is very unlike him, nasty and angry after a fight with his opponent. He was right. he was going yeah. after him. Very uh, emotional. Yeah, very emotional. He was going after him a little bit. And I understand why. This is a guy with 50-plus fights who's always been a humble guy, and he still is, always been a humble guy, always been a courteous guy, well-spoken, just, just a mild-mannered guy, you know, and a gentleman. And... I, apparently, for the workup for this fight, before the fight, his opponent was saying a lot of derogatory things about him, you know, and uh, they, they do that. I mean, that's part of it sometimes. But I think that the way he did it, he felt disrespected. Yep. I think what he felt like, this humble guy, this warrior, this Lionheart, with 50-plus fights, he felt like he earned the right not to be disrespected. That's just what it felt like to me. Yeah. Like he earned the right after 50 freaking fights with all the top guys, you know, not to be disrespected. And it, it bothered him so much that he, that he behaved in a way that is very uncommon for him. And he went after him and let him know. Yeah. That you're going you're gonna to say, you said these things about me? Now, you know, and he went after yeah. him along those lines. And I also think there was a, there was a second reason behind that and I think the second reason he's still here obviously he was kind of sending a message to other people out there and I get this uh, the old times would talk about this where don't take my kindness for weakness yep. just because I'm a gentleman just because you know I don't go and I don't you know go saying all kinds of nasty things and acting that way you know doesn't mean that I'm not what I am, that I'm a, you know, he's a warrior. He, he's, he's, he's a gladiator, which, which these guys are. Yeah. He's a samurai. And he kind of like the samurai, it's about respect. Yep. I think that's what it was about with him is, you know, again, sending a message, don't take my weakness, don't take my kindness as weakness, and I've earned the right to be respected after 50 freaking fights. Yeah, and to, to your point, I mean, this is the same guy who had the opportunity to be the light heavyweight champion of the world had he stayed on the canvas after um, John Jones hit him with an illegal blow. But he knew in his heart it's not the right thing to do. It's not he the right way to win the title. He got up, same guy who was getting smashed by Glover Tuxera. Glover knocked his teeth out, and Anthony Smith in the middle of this ongoing, picks up his teeth and hands him to the referee yeah, in the they, middle of the Yeah, because they were jumbling around his mouth and they were distracting. 
I mean, yeah, I mean, all class. You're and, talking uh, about a monster of a man. Glad to see him back in the wind column. Congratulations to Anthony Smith. Now, Teddy, let's get into the main attraction, the big, big upcoming heavyweight title fight in London. It's going to be in an arena soccer stadium in uh, in London. Sold out crowd. The tickets ringside are going for £10,000 plus. Crazy buildup for this one. We've got... Alexander Usyk, undefeated unified cruiserweight champion, moving up to heavyweight to challenge for the title against the unified champion, Anthony Joshua, with only one loss. What should we look for in this? Oh, boy. Robbery first. We get right to the point. I mean, really, that's a, we're blessed. with. We just went past 35 million downloads. Thank you. Thank you. And, um... And now we're closing in on 200,000 subscribers. Thank you. But there's a reason why you come here, really. Because I think we give it to you straight. You know, we're, we're, we're not playing games. We're not trying to make somebody happy, uh, you know, and stay on somebody's good side, you know, play politics, you know, none of that political correctness stuff over here. We're, we're saying what we believe you need to hear, what we believe in. And you need to hear that. You know, I love my brothers and sisters over across the pond. You know that. I love you. Keep those crumpets hot. I, I, I love you. My man's coming over there to do a big race. You know, give him love. Give him love. And he's going to win, by the way. A week from tomorrow, I'll be there. A week from tomorrow, he'll be there. And he's ready. He's in shape. You can see it. But what I'm saying is, how is he going to... How is Uzik, a Ukrainian kid going to get a fair shake in London with how many people are going to be there? 50 to 70,000. <laughs> I don't mean to lie. 50 to 70,000 people are going to be there, right? How's he going to get if he does win? He's, it's not going to be easy. But if he does win and deserves to have his hand raised and call it the new heavyweight champ of the world, if he gets himself in that, how's it going to happen? I mean... Really, I, I mean, you'd be a, you'd have a better shot of going over there for the race and becoming prime minister. I, <laughs> really, I mean, you might come back prime minister before Usyk can come back champion. Yeah. I mean, again, talking the truth, uh, our sports are corrupt sport. Oh, did I say it? Uh, oh man, I yeah, I said it. I said it. Yeah, it is. And we work and we try to make it not corrupt. We do because what's not corrupt is what these. Warriors do inside here, in this squared circle. That's noble. That's real. That's just. That's special. That's not corrupt. They give of themselves. They put themselves out there to dare to find out if they're good enough. To dare to find out if they could go to a dark place, which most people never go to. A dark place. A scary place. An unknown place. And if they can light a torch in that place and find their way. Wow, that's what they do. And then they get to get robbed by some dope with a pencil in his hand outside the freaking ring who most of the time never took a punch in his freaking life. Are you kidding me? And you, don't, and you expect me to sit here and not say something about it? Really? You're wrong. You're wrong. So that aside, that he's going to have to figure out. And if his management team makes their money, and they're making plenty of money too, if they're getting, they're supposed to be on top of that. Yeah, and earn their money to make sure that he don't get robbed if he wins. But to win, well, he's gonna have to 
He's going to have to, what everyone talks about is the bigger guy. You know, David and Goliath. Here we go. The bigger guy. Well, wow, you got the bigger guy. The bigger guy. Well, you know what? He's got to win by being a smaller guy. By turning around, flipping the script. Instead of looking at all the advantages of the bigger guy, you know, being Joshua, look at the advantages of the smaller guy. Faster. More crafty. Better technique, maybe. Better legs. You know, faster hands, maybe. You know, uh, more cerebral. Uh, you know, Doing all those things. Maybe maybe the smaller guy has the advantage. That's how he's going to win. He's got to flip the script and make the smaller guy the more dangerous guy in that kind of way. And he's got to do... There's history for him. There's history behind him. There's a president. You know, Uzik was a great cruiserweight. He was a gold medalist, just like Joshua. But I was there when John... Taking nothing away from John. I was there calling the fights. That was my last Olympics in 2012 in England, in London. And Joshua didn't beat the Italian. I'm sorry, he didn't for the gold medal. He got it. What do you think was going to happen? What do you think was going to happen? Huh? Come on. Your crumpets were going to go cold? No, he was going to get that. He was going to get that. And he did. And he won it. But I'm telling you, I caught the fights. I took the time. Take nothing away from Joshua. He's had a great career. He's a hell of a fighter. And I give him all the credit for being resilient, for showing character, coming back after he got knocked out by Ruiz, reinventing himself. I give him all the credit, and I'm giving him the credit right now. But he, Usyk won a gold medal. Just beat everybody. And he goes and becomes the unified cruiserweight champ. You could argue he's the greatest cruiserweight champ ever if there wasn't another guy named Evander Holyfield. Evander Holyfield, Holyfield is the greatest cruiserweight champ of all time. But Uso gives him a run for his money. Gives him a run for his money. Well, there's the history. There's the precedent where Holyfield, we forget, Holyfield was too small. He was supposed to be too small to beat the big guys. You know? He wasn't supposed to be able to beat Buster Douglas after Buster Douglas knocked out Tyson, right? The legend. You know, the monster, the boogeyman. You know, he wasn't supposed to, but he did. The greatest cruiserweight champion ever went up and beat the big boys. And he outsmarted him. He caught him a good punch. He got him to do what he wanted him to do. He got him to leave himself open with the uppercut. The same uppercut that, that Buster Douglas had used to knock out Tyson, to finish Tyson. He got him to throw that. He stepped out. He made a mess. Then came, we got a fight plan. You're going to love it. You're going to love it. Watch the fight plan. You're going to like it. We go fight plans posting this Thursday. You, you'll see it. And he came in, he filled the hole, and he, he knocked him out. Listen, he's got to follow that history. It's, it's been done before, where the smaller man beats the bigger man. Uh, he, he can't. I guess one of the fair things to say is that the same thing that's going to happen with the other fight for the heavyweight belts, the other belts, with Wilder, we did a fight plan for that too. Uh, with Wilder and with Fury, is that when you're fighting a guy that's either the bigger guy or the huge puncher like Wilder, you can't afford to make a mistake. Well, that's one thing you can say then, that Uzik has to fight a perfect fight. He, he can't afford to make a mistake uh, with, with the bigger guy. Now, he moved up. He, he did just like Holyfield. He took a couple heavyweight fights, put his foot in the pool, in the heavyweight pool to see how the water fell. You know, and uh, he went up, and one of the guys he beat was Trezora. And Trezora caught him some shots. A lot yep. of people said, oh, that, oh, they were like closing their eyes. That's not good if he could catch him, you know. But different styles. 
different Very. styles, different styles. And the good news is he showed he could take a heavyweight punch. Yep. Um, the bad news is he showed he could take a heavyweight punch. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that he, that he got hit. Um, but it's a different punch. He was getting hit with wide punches, stepping out. Uh, Joshua throws more sophisticated to, to you beautiful people over there. Yeah, your guy throws better punches, more sophisticated punches that are harder to see coming, harder to deal with. And he's a decent finisher. So how big is the ring? See, I think that's important. Again, the management who makes a lot of money with Usyk, they better, they better work on stuff like that, little things like that. That was the difference with Sugar Ray Leonard when he beat the great late, and I miss you, Marvelous, the great late Marvelous Marvin Hagler, where, you know, Hagler's people, his, his, his guys, the Petronelli brothers, they were concentrating on the money and, you know, so, and Leonard's people, Mike Trainer, who was his advisor and lawyer, they were concentrating on the ring side, the glove size, oh, and it made a difference. It made a difference. So I hope his people are paying attention because it is a team a little bit. I know you're alone in this ring. You are. But before you get in this ring, it is a team and you have a job. And I hope they did their freaking job. Okay? So the ring size, Uzik would want a larger ring, obviously, um, to use his legs. And the, the advantage, he's got good legs. You know, he comes from the same camp as Lomachenko, who I think still has the best legs yep. in the business. And he comes from that same stable, you know, where Lomachenko's father, you know, has an influence uh, in there with the legs. So, but here's, here's an X factor. Joshua, his legs ain't too bad because when he had to reinvent himself when he got knocked out by Ruiz and then come back and beat Ruiz, he showed pretty good wheels. <laughs> he showed pretty good wheels. Yep. So that's interesting. He's got pretty good legs. And I think, talk about X factors. I think one of the X factors, one of the big things here is that, you know, everybody's thinking, okay, the bigger guy is going to be aggressive. He's going to go in there. And for Uzik to win, and this is for me, he's got to lay traps. He's got to keep more balance. He's got to give him angles. He's got to counter punch. He's got to keep more balance. And... You can do that with a guy being aggressive, you know, a guy walking in. You hope the guy just uses his size, just walks in mindless, like the mummy. Oh, 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 you know, and then just, oh, I'm sorry. I'm Keep going. I'm destroying things over here. I'm breaking things over here. Teddy's breaking things again. But if, if a guy just uses his size, that's all he's going to do coming in. Well, I easily pick, easily pick Uzik then. But... You got to remember, after he got knocked out by Ruiz, Joshua changed. He's a little more careful now. He's a, more, a little more thoughtful. He's a little more responsible now. You know what? That, that might hurt Usyk's chances because he's not as reckless or as just out forward motion guy no more, like just going to go get you and find you. Now being that, you know, he, he has felt mortality, Right. Uh, he knows that he can be hurt. He knows he can be beat that way. He is more thoughtful. So if Usyk had the plan, which I think would have been the plan and is the plan, to be the matador with the bull, it's kind of hard to be the matador with the bull when the, he don't behave like a bull. <laughs> it's kind of hard to, to do that. So that's an X factor. Something for you to think about a little bit while you're enjoying those crumpets and the... Uh, 
I love them with the butter. I love them with the butter. And, and look, I like them a lot of ways. I like them with the butter. I love, love them with jam. Is that what you call it over there? Jam? Jam? Have that jam and, and some tea and it's jolly good. Um, but in all seriousness, it's going to be an interesting fight. Maybe the most interesting part of it will be what I opened this thing about, honestly, at the top, which if he does do his job and Usyk does. See, I don't want to hear that crap. You got to take it from a heavyweight. I don't want to hear that. That's Yeah, I said it. I don't want to hear that crap because you win, you win. I don't want to hear, oh, but you got to take it. No, you win the freaking fight. You, you should get it, period. If he wins by this much or this much, I don't care. He wins. And if Usyk was to win by this much, I would hope, maybe against hope, that the sport would allow itself to be honest and fair to these noble warriors and give it to them. But then again, if I see you come back with that, that satchel on you that says you're prime minister, I know the story. I, I know what happened. Okay? So I'll settle for a knighthood. I, I get, I again... It's going to be an interesting fight. Um, you know, Ken, a lot of people are going to say, Ken, Teddy, I'm trying to hit on all the main factors. Teddy, can Usyk, if he has to, take the power of Joshua? Um, you know what I'm going to say to you? First of all, I think the game plan is going to be not to take it. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's usually the game plan. I, I, you know what I mean? Not, not to take it, to avoid <laughs> it. But for one shot or something... This is a guy that's fought everyone internationally. You know, he's fought every, I, I think I would put my money on him. Uh, I would think. You never know till you know. Uh, but, yeah, you know, you had Ruiz. Ruiz knocks out Joshua. And then Joshua comes back and wins the rematch by boxing, reinventing himself. But then Ruiz... Of course, blew up and then takes the weight off, comes back after losing the title, and he fights Ariola, who's 40 years old. And so maybe, maybe the question is to look at that a little bit, where, you know, Ruiz, Ruiz landed a lot of shots on Ariola, 40 year old Ariola, who'd been knocked out. Yeah. You know, several times. I love Ariola, the heart of a lion. But been knocked out several times. And he couldn't he couldn't stop him. Yep. He couldn't stop him. Yet he stopped Joshua. Yeah. Maybe you gotta look at the chin of the heavyweight here. See we we don't maybe you gotta look back at his chin. Yeah. You know, a little bit and and see if he can take it. And also you you gotta you gotta look at some of the intangibles. Uh, I talked about in the fight plan. You know, it, it sounds like just sort of a thing that you say, but there's merit to it, where certain people know how to win. They just know how to win. Your 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 favorite quarterback, Brady. He just knows how he knows how to win. Yep. And you know, the special ones that that is a talent. That's an attribute. That's a skill. <laughs> and it's a belief that goes deep, deep. Because you believe his, he, he has not, Usyk has not learned how to lose yet. 
Joshua has. That's a good point. Joshua has. That's something. That 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 translates in a close fight, in a tough fight. It translates. So I'm 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 looking at all dimensions, all angles, and hopefully I've laid it pretty much the way I want to, all out there for you guys to be able to kind of, you know, go over it in your mind. With all that being said, for the guys at my book, check them out at my book. That hat looks nice on you, by the way. the promo code ATLAS if you'd like to score some money I'd, I'd, I'd like just to get, forget the hat. I love that. Don't get me wrong. I'm not, forget that. Just give me the thing of the sack of money. That's what I'd like them to bring. But next time, you can still wear the hat. Bring the sack of money. All right. Help me get the sack of money. Here it is. Minus 275 on Anthony Joshua, plus 225 on Usyk. Who are you going with? Wow. You know, I want that sack of money. Man, I, I really want it. I want that money. <laughs> um, you can get it betting on a dog if you really believe that the dog can win. And more importantly, if the dog believes he can win. Usyk believes he can win. He believes this is his destiny. Uh, listen, it's they're on their own when it comes to sorting out the robbery that might take place there. I, I could easily see, I could see Usyk, not easily, it, it's not gonna be easy to beat Joshua, but fighting a perfect fight and earning a decision and then losing a split decision. I can see that. I agree. I mean, I, I unfortunately, un, unfortunately, he might need 15 rounds to win this. Oh, it's only 12. <laughs> <laughs> but it's only 12. Um, you know what? I'm going to leave that up to them to sort that crap out, you know? And I'm just going to say that uh, Uzik does what Holyfield did many years ago. And he goes up from cruiserweight, undefeated, unified cruiserweight champ, maybe the greatest cruiserweight champ, him and Holyfield, neck and neck. And he goes up there and he takes everything that it made him gold medalist in the Olympics, that made him a great cruiserweight champ, that belief, that ability, that he doesn't know how to lose, that he takes it and he goes in that big stadium in London and uh, he wins. If he does get that done, that will be quite the crowning achievement, like you said, to win a gold medal, every belt at Cruiserweight, go up and take all but the WBC at heavyweight. It would be unbelievable. Looking forward to seeing the fight. If you like the odds, if you like what Teddy has to say, go to MyBookie. Check him out, MyBookie.ag. Use the promo code ATLAS for 50% credit on your first deposit, up to $1,000. Good luck to everyone. Check out the fight plan this coming Thursday, and we'll be back with you Monday to break it all down. Thanks for being with us.